Yeah, they counted the sound out, we leave the division again. At the top of the round, 17 and Jody with the hands. AI 12 with the demons, you know that we winning again. AI 12 with the demons, you know that we winning again. They don't want to see the squad. They just watch us beat the line. They don't want to see us beat the number 15. All right, guys, welcome back. NSFW Dynasty Podcast, episode 6. With me today is BJ Cole, my co-host. What's up, what's up? And our producer, Nicholas Gafford. Hello. (laughs) On topic today for all y'all is uh, news and headlines, our typical shit. Some rookie offseason performances. What we will look for while putting together our rankings. And um, our top 75-ish. Not Thor. Our top 75 Shut up. Our top 75-ish full NFL rookie rankings. Yes. For PPR. Top 75-ish? Yeah, because I'm probably around 77 people. Thor's number one. BJ's like 74. (laughs) Yeah, man. I went over to And then uh, last but not least, uh, game like we do every week. It's going to be fun. (laughs) All right. So we're going to do a little news and headlines of the NFL. Uh, first uh, topic still of discussion. Got that fucking I can't get rid of it. It's going to happen for the rest of the day. Uh, they we'll got go, a at Easter brunch. Uh, no, yeah, that, that that bartender. I tell you, uh, that was. Uh, anyways, uh, Odell. So we're going to talk about Odell, Mister Beckham Junior. Uh, think he's going to be traded? I doubt it because he's a douchebag, and they wanted uh, like a shit ton of picks for him. So what do you guys think, though? There's no way that he goes anywhere unless a team blows the Giants out of the water with a trade. Uh, speaking of blowing, <laughs> just kidding. Go on. Nick still got the boner. <laughs> it's probably for Odell too. But uh, like I said, there's I don't no, see it, it happening. Dress. He's gonna be back with the Giants. Yeah, um, he's probably ultimately gonna be back with the Giants. They want two first round picks and something for him now. And that's um, just to consider they're, Yeah, they're kind of pulling that when someone comes up to you in fantasy and offers you a trade and you don't really want to get rid of them and you just keep on expanding the ass- just asking trying to price. get more and more. Yep. yep. They're doing that to whoever wants them. But um, like when someone asks you what you want for Todd Gurley and you're like, I don't know, offer me something. Yeah, like, exactly. Add another first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Add another first. <laughs> keep on okay. expanding it until it's just like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, he's, he's ultimately going to be back. Uh, but him saying that he wants to go to L.A. or reports saying that he Rams, said that is. Yeah, um, going to the Rams, it makes it more intriguing than what it really should be. Yeah, but I don't think the Rams have what it takes for it to happen. Yeah, the Rams, are just, they, won't, they won't do it. All right. Uh, so moving on, do you guys think that uh, – the Gronkinator, Gronkowski, Rob, of the New England Patriots that's going to stay there. <laughs> Is there any chance that they actually let him go? There's no way. Yeah. He's one of the main pieces of the Patriots, and he just fits their scheme so well that there's no fucking way they're going to get rid of him. Oh, uh, no. Especially uh, with his retirement rumors going on. Yeah. Like what you said, he's probably going to be back with the Patriots. They're a team that does their due diligence. 
So that's probably what they're doing. If he is dealt, he's going to retire. He's not going to play play without Tom Brady. So. Yeah, he did say that just the other day. All right, now to the Cowboys. Uh, so Des Bryant gone? Probably not, but what do you guys think? I could see them releasing him, but ultimately I think he stays with the Cowgirls. Cowboys for all you star fans. Um, and he has a better season than he's had recently. Granted, I would like to see him go somewhere else in a better passing offense. Um, yeah, but the only thing that Jerry Jones loves more than his man crush, Des Bryant, is money. He loves money, and Des Bryant is taking up a bunch. Just over, I want to say, 16 mil that he's taking up. Um, I don't think that Jerry Jones really wants them wants to pay Des Bryant 16 mil when that is a run first team right now. It's yeah, but they're still going to keep around a wide receiver one instead of having Alan Hearns as a their number one receiver. Yeah, but or Terrence uh, fucking Williams, the God's given gift to the planet. I, I I get that point too, but I think that that's that is why this is so likely. It's the to, to happen. It's probably not going to happen, but it is really likely. To I happen. could see if they had another option for a wide receiver yeah. as a number one receiver on the team, but they do not. Yeah. So they're going to pay him the money and deal with it. Yeah. If, if he, when his contract's up, they'll let him go. If he did leave, I could easily see him going to the Rams because they want to add another wide receiver, obviously with the OBJ talk and everything like that. So, but. Possibly. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think he's the receiver the Rams are quite looking for. Good points, guys. Good points. And we're on to Benjamin Watson of the Saints. What do you guys think? I mean, why not give it a try? He's been somewhat productive in his last few years. He's not going to be a tight end one or anything, but I could see him going out there and being an occasional start against a good matchup. Yeah, he's not going to put up that many fantasy relevant games this year. Um, they're just kind of – I can see him drafting one and grooming him under Benjamin Watson and then have him take over. But he's he's going to have a couple good games, but it's not going to be enough to be on your roster. Yeah, I mean, like I said, unless you're tight end needy and you have nobody, maybe you have Kobe Fleener. Yeah, if you have Kobe Fleener, you have problems. All right, let's get on to the juicy stuff, the good stuff. Are we out of the news and headlines now? Yes, we are. All right. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, some off-season performances from some of the new meat in the NFL. Uh, So, out. (laughs) I feel like we've talked about this before, but who are the biggest risers overall? Is it okay to say Saquon, even though he's already the number one prospect on everyone's board before the offseason even started? I mean, if you just look at what he did throughout the offseason, it just proves how much better he is than every other guy in the draft. Yeah, um, I I don't think that you can move a guy that was already 1-1 going in and say that he was the biggest riser. Just in my opinion. I mean, you can just because what... You were trading for 1-1 before to what you can get for it now. He's going 1-1 in some startup drafts, which is just outrageous. Yeah, well, those guys are idiots, but that's... Those are industry experts. (laughs) Yeah. Why why would you... Yeah, no. And if not, I'm going to go DJ Moore if you just look at what he did. But no, I I guess I I get where you're coming from because he did really raise the value for the 1-1 pick itself. So... 
I guess I can hop on board with that. Um, but my guys, I'm going to steal the guy that you just said, DJ Moore, and I'm going to throw in DJ Shark. Um, many people out there only believe there was only one wide receiver out there that had wide receiver one potential. And there was still a bunch of questions that he needed an answer to prove that he had that potential. I and still think Sullivan. there is the only, only the one. I, I think, think these guys are complimentary pieces. Grand, they're great. Going to be great wide receiver twos for a team. I just don't see them being a D, them, them may, number one receiver on a team. That may be true for DJ Moore, but DJ shark has all the intangibles to be the number one. Yeah, he has, he has the hops, he has the height, he has the speed, he has everything there. It just so I think he see on a team that didn't throw the ball. But that you have you run into that problem with every wide receiver that comes out of the LSU, and they always put up good wide receivers. Yeah. So that's why they definitely raised their stock the highest, um, and proved that they have the potential, or at least DJ Shark, like you said, DJ Moore may be comp, more complimentary, but DJ Shark proved that he has the potential to be another wide receiver one. Okay. All right. Who's the biggest uh, followers in the league for uh, rookies? BJ and I both agree on this one. We think it's Auden Tate. The guy is six five. Who everyone expected to put up some pretty decent numbers at the combine, and he ended up running slower than what two thirds of the tight ends. I was gonna say a lot of the tight ends, majority of the tight ends. Ran a what six six eight at the combine and a six seven five. At, the, at, at his, his pro, pro day. day. Well, and I like I watched a video at his pro day, and it looked like he was fucking jogging. It didn't even look like he was running. That's how slow he was actually running. Um, but no, everybody was real excited about him. He's six five, like you said, and he had had a decent year at FSU. So everybody was real excited about him coming in, and he just fell on his face. Well, shit on his own feet, basically. Yeah, shit in his bed. All right. Uh, who was the biggest surprise rookie throughout this process? I'm going to go DJ Moore, like I said before. From being a mid to late second round rookie pick to finding himself as the wide receiver two or three in the whole rookie draft, depending on whose rankings you're looking at. But what he did at the at his combine was pretty awesome, to say the least. Oh, yeah. DJ Moore definitely flew up the draft boards. Uh, I'm going to say DJ Shark. He, I mean, he goes to a bigger school, but it was a easily a run for a school. So the fact that he could come out here, have a good uh, senior bowl, have a good combine, have a good pro day, that was huge. I'm also going to add in uh, Mike Gusecki as another one, since we're hitting on quarterbacks and tight ends today. But no, not hitting on them all. Is this quarterbacks and tight end? I don't know. We did that last week. Face palm. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, the guy, I think his combine was probably better than DJ Moore's. If or DJ Moore, Moore's, DJ Moore's, if you factor in the fact that he's five inches taller and 50 pounds heavier. Oh, no. I, I, Trust me, I love Gasecki, but I watched a lot of Penn State games. I knew what he could do. A lot of people are knocking his involvement in the offense, but he had a set role and he excelled at his role. So I was high on him coming in and his pro day just really solidified that. So that's why it wasn't really surprising for me. All right. Fantastic. Who is your best sleeper? Oh shit. 
Who is the rookie that owners need to stay away from for in the draft? I think Who Josh you draft Adams. Guy still hasn't proven anything other than his tape, which he obviously needed 10 yards to get going, and having two of the best offensive linemen in the whole NFL draft is obviously going to help your running ability and opening up holes. And he just hasn't proved anything, like I said. Yeah, I can hop on, on board with Josh Allen. I know a lot of people liked Adams. him. Or I say Allen. Yeah, Josh. Your favorite boy is Josh yeah. Allen. Um, Josh Adams. But, uh, like, a lot of people coming into this process liked him because they thought he had the NFL body, NFL running back body. And what he does, but he just doesn't have the skill set to go along with that body. Um and once again, he didn't hasn't shown anyone anything because yeah. he hasn't ran yet. Exactly. And another guy you could throw on this list was obviously Auden Tate. Uh, just don't know what teams I would do with him. You could put him at tight end, but he's still slower than most. So I still think at tight end he could be a decent red zone guy, but that's about all. Yeah, that. he's you not. He's be. he's going to be a touchdown dependent tight end if you do that. All right, Nick. All right, now we can go on to the point that I was going to. <laughs> Who's your best sleeper this year? Um, yeah, for me, it's my guy. If you listen to our running back uh, podcast, he was my guy. I talked about him a lot. Chase Edmonds out of Fordman. Fordham. Fordham. I still can't get the school right. Um, but if you're looking for, if you're getting later in your rookie drafts and you're looking for a late down flyer, this is almost the surest of hit out of all the late round flyers out there that he'll have a fantasy relevant role on an NFL team. I was going to say Chase Edmonds, but I'm going to switch it up last second and go Justin Jackson. He was literally right next to Chase Edmonds in every facet of the combine and every drill that he did. I think he might even beat him in one or two of them. Oh, definitely. He's definitely a good pick to... uh, And on top of it, he went to a Big Ten school. He played against the great competition, and he did it for four fucking years, just yep. playing super well. Yeah, those are definitely two good late-round flyers, sleepers in the upcoming draft. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're, we're not saying that they're going to have... They're Neither not, of them are gonna yeah. be running back ones. In no, the they're gonna they're gonna be like your maybe your Theo Reddick and your receiving back kind of type deal. <laughs> All right, who has the most potential this year? Do you guys think Saquon? It's kind of fucking yeah. obvious. Yeah. With like we said, with people taking him at one hundred and one in a fucking startup, even as high as one hundred and three. 105 even like that's unheard of for a rookie or for a dynasty startup for a rookie to go that high in the first round yeah I'm I just I can't justify taking him at 101 okay that's not we're we're talking about the highest I know but that's still of the rookies but no I agree with you so he's probably my running back five running back four in all dynasty rankings currently yeah, could be. But post. Alright, so oh, we got through that pretty damn quick. Holy shit. Um well, all right, let's do we our, got our top seventy five to do, and that's gonna be uh Oh, I can just sit back for that one though. Yeah, so Alright, so we're gonna do um post draft rookie rankings. Let's take a break first so I can figure shit out. Oh, okay, we're gonna take a break. And while we're at it, uh let's plug a few things. Uh, like. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, it's just. 
Yeah. No. Um, All right. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at NSFW underscore DFF Mitch. BJ is at NSFW underscore DFF BJ. Follow our main account at NSFW underscore DFF. Find us on Facebook at NSFW Dynasty FF. And yeah. YouTube is the same, I believe. <laughs> We're on SoundCloud, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Anchor. Yeah, I like I basically if you go to our SoundCloud, everything everything is linked from SoundCloud. So yeah, that's probably the no negative way views. No that's negative way. <laughs> we like criticism. I mean, I'll settle with a three or four star, but yes, we enjoy criticism. What the fuck was that? Some bum who just puked. <laughs> the bum guy. Uh, we'll see you guys in a bit. Bye. All right, all right. Welcome back, ladies and gents. Alcoholics, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, Potheads, drink a lot, Pipe, Pipe, uh, Who's that talking? Pied Pipers, Pied Pipers, uh, <laughs> whatever else we got. Anyways, uh, welcome back, guys. We're going to get on to our pre-draft rookie rankings. Let's talk to the fucking clowns over here. <laughs> so what are you guys looking for when you construct a uh, fantasy football ranking? Rookie fantasy football rankings. Yeah, whatever. What I'm looking for are the guys who have the potential to be one of the best at their position, or at least put up numbers week in, week out, that are startable for your fantasy lineup. I want a guy who you can take in the third round, has the chance to potentially become an NFL starter, or at least like the number two guy, or a third down back, or what, Chris Thompson, or your Cooper Cup types, basically. Yeah, those guys in the world. Um, when I when I construct my rankings, I really look for at the beginning of my rankings. I want guys that I think that will start week one, have that potential. Um, and when I get lower in the rankings, I try to I lean more towards the home run hits, the guys that have all the athletic ability. Yeah, I mean either. Whatever philosophy you have, it just depends on your rankings. That's exactly. why ours vary a little bit. Yep. It's your rankings. Make it whatever you want. So, Nick. Yes, sir. What are we on to? The uh, top 75? Yes. Top, top, top 75. <laughs> what are we All doing? Right. Top 75 yeah. what? Your 75. Oh, rookies, yeah. All right. All right. So how we're going to do it is we're just going to run through maybe uh, round by round. Potentially. We'll yeah, we'll do 12 or 14. Let's do 14 14. 14. 14. Sounds good to me. All right. I'm pretty sure our first round is almost nearly at least the same players. Yeah. Well, one at least. No, our whole first round is pretty close. I was pretty sure. Saquon. Well, obviously, a number one. One point oh one. Yeah, unless you're dense, you're going Saquon. Unless you're <laughs> fucking full blown retard, you're going Saquon. Yeah. Number two, I have Darius Geis out of LSU. Again, easy pick, Darius Geis. And uh, I've heard some rumblings that the Steelers are hosting him for another interview. Potentially, they let Le'Veon walk and Geis plugs in. It's going to be a nice little steal for you at 102. Yeah, I don't know if you can call 102 a steal, especially with Saquon above him. But, no, he's he, – that, that, no, that's that what I'm happen. saying. Well, that's yeah. why it becomes a steal because even though you can't get Saquon, you're getting a guy who's getting plugged in as a three-down back, getting just workload 
abundance with him if yeah. that were to happen. I mean, I, I find it hard for Piz- Pittsburgh to move away from Le'Veon. Um, but, yeah, Darius Geis is a good option. All right, number three, we both agree again. Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, stop being pissy and just fucking go with it. Um, yeah, Nick Chubb is a good option there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as you saw with this combine, the guy has almost completely recovered from his injury, and I think he's going to be great. Hopefully I mean, he can develop that passing down roll, but we'll see. Maybe he'll start off as a one to two down guy and move his way towards catching passes. Yeah, no, his combine definitely proved that his knee is totally checked out. Um, he has good burst. He's not the fastest, but he's right around average. So I like him there. And I got to stick true to my word on Twitter with that guy that said, if everything checks out, he has to be your one three. And I agreed with him. So I got to stick with that. And he's my third. All right. Number four. I think we agree again. Sony. Evan Kamara Jr. Okay, get the fuck That's what some people say. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Those some people are fucking dense. Like you said before, dense. It's fucking retarded. Lead. You know, he's not going to be no Alvin Kamara, but he is He is going to be an NFL back. He has good speed. He can show show that he can catch out of the backfield. So Yeah, he's shown he can do a little bit of everything. Yeah. He's a pretty he's, solid uh, pass blocker as well, which really helps out to just getting on the field. In with, with your first, fourth running back off the board, having a guy that could potentially be a three-down back is the type of guy that you are looking for. So he has that potential. Number four is the spot. Yep, I agree. Um, number five, my first wide receiver off the board, Mine Portland too. Sutton. Wide receiver one, potential to <clears throat> One of the guys that I believe is the only one with wide receiver one potential who could go on and be potentially AJ Green. They have a lot of similarities. Yeah. Big guys, run great routes, jump. I mean, you know, he's got his problems with the easy catches, but he makes and that's a lot of catches. a lot of that could be on the quarterback too, like we said before. The when you're playing with a bad quarterback and you don't know where the ball is going to be cut, be put, it makes catching those easy passes hard because you're always guessing on where the ball is going to be yep, placed. Definitely. Where when he's now going to be placed with NFL caliber quarterbacks, the ball is going to be put where they want it to be put. Um, but no, like you said, this is the guy that coming into everything, he was the guy that had the wide receiver one potential. He had a lot of red flags going in. A lot of people worried about his speed, if he can get break break open. Um, well, actually, the main thing is a lot of people last year thought he was going to leave college and come out, and they said he would have been the number one receiver over Corey Davis. And you know what happens? You stay, stick around a year longer. There's more flaws that people can point out in your game. Yeah, but... Going back to what I was saying, Corlin Sutton really proved in his combine, his pro day, everything like that, that he has everything there to be a number one wide receiver. So I think this is the perfect spot. You got through your first core set of running backs, and then you look for the next best player in Corlin Sutton who can go to a team right away 
start and get be productive for you year one. Yep. All right. I think this is where we start uh, switching it up a little bit. My number six, I have Ronald Jones just because of home run potential alone. Yeah. I mean, I like Ronald Jones. I was flip-flopping on this one a lot. I am, after listening to what other people said and watching his tape again, I'm a little worried about his vision, but it's not that big of a worry, but it's big enough of a worry for me to put Rashad Penny ahead. I think he's a guy that can play in the backfield. He can run the ball between the tackles. He can go out and catch. He can do everything. So that's why, only reason why I... I mean, I'm not going to argue with you. My next guy at number seven is Rashad Penny. So, I mean, either way, whoever you prefer is who you're going to take. Yeah, my next guy is Ronald Jones, too. They're right there together. It's not... There's not a big gap in between them, but there's a... In my eyes, it's the only reason I put Rojo ahead is that home run hit potential. But I, I think if he could be CJ two K, like Penny, Penny has the same home run hit potential too. He's not quite as quick, but he's still a quicker back. So I mean, I yeah, he did show that at his uh, at the combine. I just just comparing the film, you can see Ronald Jones has that extra gear, and that's why he does. Is like it, I said, I have him. The spot ahead. Maybe Penny does a lot of things well. He does. But Jones does one thing great. But backs in the NFL that do everything well can also make a career off of just being doing everything well. Um, I Don't get me wrong. I, I like Ronald Jones. I just think with Rashad Penny's diverse game, I guess, it makes him a little bit more attractable to – be put on a team and have more of a starting caliber type role than Ronald Jones. Yeah, I'm not That's gonna. I'm not gonna argue with you too much. But yeah. like I said, I'm just going for that fucking home run hit. That's what I want. Yeah, and I. No, oh, I get it. There's backs who go out there and they do everything well, and they sit there and they're consistently a mid range RB two. Yeah. Where I, mean, I, I mean, I could see Penny being a little higher, or he could possibly crack RB one potential. But I just feel like if Jones hits and he hits hard, he could be RB one, two, three, something like that. Yeah, I guess one, two seasons, just like Chris Johnson did. I I guess the thing that really got me, well, got me disappointed, not worried, is that I didn't get to see that extra gear that you're talking about because of his hamstring injury. Well, yeah, you're talking about combine. Just watch the tape. No, even even at his pro day, he he wasn't run there. Okay, either way, I'm saying look, I want to. I'm not talking about just. Straight line speed. I'm talking about watch what he does. He gets in the open field. Okay, let's move on. We're taking a lot of time up. Um, Number eight, I have DJ Moore. I think we flip-flopped here, too. You have Chark, and then next is Moore for you, and next for me is Chark. Either way, one of these DJs in the mid to late first round, they're going to be solid for you. They're going to put up points. I see. I actually see DJ Moore as like a Golden Tate type player. He's gonna go out there. He's gonna catch a bunch of passes. He's gonna ever, he's gonna catch some long balls. He's gonna catch some short ones and go with it. Get that rack ability. No, I I like DJ Moore. Um, I like I like Shark well, just because of his combine and Potential. his pro day. And this is where we flip flop. Yeah, like what I did this with is, running back, you're doing with receiver. This is. DJ Shark is my home run hit where I know DJ Moore will be a solid wide receiver. But I, like I said before, I think DJ Shark has that potential to be a wide receiver one in the NFL and in fantasy. 
just his, his, his combination of size, speed, and jumping ability is all there. He didn't have a chance to show it in college, which that is on him for picking a college that didn't throw the ball. But yeah, that's what my one complaint is. Just you haven't seen it yet. Yeah, that's you haven't, the one thing you haven't seen it. But this is why he's he's below the other two running backs that I really like because you haven't seen it. He's more of a risk, but his dividends that he can pay was far outweighs the risk that you're taking. I mean, yeah, like I said, I would love to take a gamble on his upside with a late first. Yeah, especially if you're Once taking you him in ninth, 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 tenth pick, like where we have him kind of slotted. Eight, nine, but yeah, same thing. It's a little early. But um, what was I gonna say here? Ah, fuck it. I'm gonna go on to number ten. My number ten is John Kelly. You already know how I feel about him if you've listened to previous podcasts. This guy can do it all. He's a three down running back. He's fucking mean. He proved at his pro day. He runs a 4-5-40, which was fucking great to see. He can catch the ball. He does it all. And that stiff arm. Oh, yeah. That thing's insane. We're not that far off here either. Um, Where do you have him? I have I have John Kelly at 11. Oh, so just so one, one spot yeah. again. But the guy I put over him, I kind of went with, I want to get my second tier because Cortland Sutton's on his tier of his own. I want to get my second tier of wide receivers out of the way. So I went with James Washington. He's my next guy. So, So, yeah. He's just a solid overall. I mean, if you look at his college production, big play receiver. He averaged almost 20 yards a catch in college. Yep. Again, this will be another home run hip type guy. He really could go on the NFL and fall flop, but then again, any anybody could. Well, the ridiculous thing about this guy is he only checked in at like 5'11", I want to say. But he has the arm. His arms are longer than Cortland Sutton. Yeah, and Cortland no, Sutton is six three and a half. He has long ass monkey arms. Yeah, he, he's a Big Twelve. Oh, okay. But that's what no I mean. Defense. I mean the no defense. defense. But um, who do you got next? John Kelly. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Who's your guy after that? Your number. All right, 12. so I want John Kelly. Like you said, he is good. I mean, he's really physical. You can see a lot of Devontae Freeman in him. Um, then my, after that's my comp. Yep, you, you did. You did say that comp. I just liked it. Um, after him, I'm going completely different, going off the rails here. I'm going Mike Kosecki. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I have him as my last pick of the first at number fourteen. I think this is the guy that you really need to take a chance on, though. All of his measurables are there, and again, if you watched Penn State, don't listen to that you didn't see it because you saw what he could do. He's just he was late getting into football, but he is there now and he's he making a, a basketball. Yeah, he was basketball school. volleyball. I mean, he he played everything. He's very athletic. And oh, yeah, I mean, then you at, saw that in his combine yeah, alone. Especially at the end of his career at Penn State, you saw them use they saw you saw Penn State use him in situations where they could have used a Saquon Barkley, but they went towards him, especially around the goal line. I mean, they're off it. Just Penn State's offense in general with Deshaun Hamilton, Mike Gusecki, and Saquon. They had a guy in every facet of the game that could beat the guy you, they were going up against. Yeah. Uh, his, I mean, his nickname is the mismatch, and he really is. He's big. Six, he's five, fast. Two fifty. Yeah. Fast as shit. This is the guy. Strong. This is the type of tight end that could take multiple reps, not just around the goal line at wide receiver. Kind of like how the Packers yeah, used to Michael Finley. But he is bigger and he's faster than what Finley was. 
That's what I like about him. That's why I like him there because he could be a tight end wide receiver kind of hybrid type. No, oh, he's definitely going to be a tight end, but they may use him. Oh yeah, no, he's going to be a tight end, but he's going to kind of hybrid it, and they're going to move him. I could see him see a team using him like the Saints did with Jimmy Graham when they had him originally. Yes, when he or was like, arguing to get paid like a wide receiver because he was split out. 53 yep, gonna be. I, I see him being one of those rare breeds that are able to do that. All right, so my number 12 is Kerryon Johnson. I just like everything. What I've seen out of him, I mean, they did run a lot of Wildcat with him, which helps with the vision part of a running back. But other than that, even when you saw him line up as you're in the ISO or shotgun or whatever – the guy still balled out. He did everything the team asked him to do. He could catch the ball. He pass blocked pretty good. He's not the greatest at it, but at least he puts an effort into making a block. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I, I'm a fan of Kerryon Johnson, too. I have him in my kind of 14, top 14 players. Uh, he's actually my 14th. The only thing I... He is in your top 14. Yeah. Um, the only thing I don't like about him is he runs too upright, which isn't that big of a, a flaw. People do it, and they make it work in the NFL. Well, actually, the first time I ever watched his tape, I was like, holy shit, this guy looks like Matt Forte. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Um, to, to be honest, watching Well, I mean, it, just I, the upright running style and how we, like his, if you watch just how he makes his cuts. Forte yeah. made cuts almost the exact same way. I saw a little more power out of Kirion, but I don't think he was quite as fast as Forte was. Yeah. No, I, I, I like Kirion. He has a couple things. Oh, that one thing really that worries me, but overall, he's a, a good back, has some potential. I don't think he's going to be in every down back, but I think he's going to be in a lot. Well, I, I think at, at the point. end of your first round, that's the kind of guy you're looking for, yeah. too, is a guy no. you can go in and play two out of three downs. Yeah, like that. yeah, you're, you're, you're right. That's what you're looking for, especially at this. All your three-down guys are probably gone. So, All right, uh, number 13. I think this is where we vary off a little bit. I have Anthony Miller out of Memphis. Yep, and I have uh, Michael Gallup. Out of Colorado State. I don't have him that much lower. I have him at 17. Yeah, and I have... But with... um, I have Anthony Miller, actually, at 17. You know how look at that? (laughs) But with Anthony Miller, uh, if you watch his tape, he was everything for Riley Ferguson, the quarterback of Memphis. He relied on him so much, and the dude's numbers were outrageous. Yeah, but... See, I, I like him, but I don't see... With Michael Gallup, I can still see him be an unproductive outside guy. Oh, no. I see Gallup more as a Jordan Matthews type, Sorry, just a bigger boot. slot guy. Yeah, but he could, even at that, he still has the ability to play outside. And he can be productive, and he has the ability to well, be moved around. The thing about Anthony play. Miller is he is an outside wide receiver. He's just a smaller outside wide receiver. He's your Emmanuel Sanders type. Yeah, and I mean, if you really want to, you could put him in the Antonio Brown class. And I don't think he's anywhere near Antonio Brown, but I mean, height, weight, speed—he just doesn't have. Yeah, the it I've, factor yeah. of Antonio Brown. I, I I guess when I was watching uh, Gallup's tape versus Anthony Miller's tape, Gallup just kind of 
popped out more to me. I don't know. I don't know if it's because of school. They're both kind of smaller schools, but I have no idea. I didn't see it as much with Gallup as I did with Anthony Miller. The guy was just a big play guy. And when he wasn't, he was taking up bubble screen at least 15 yards when he caught the ball. All right. Um, number 14, I had Gasecki, who we hit on. You had, that's where you had carry on. Yep. Number 15, I have Kalen Balage, And I have them him there for potential alone. Just potential. If that guy can ever become what he once was in that one game in college and get the right usage, he's going to be a fucking monster. A guy that big, that strong, that fast. Yeah. We're at 15, right? Yes, 15. First okay. The second round. Sorry, I, I was looking for Kalen Blodge because at first I thought I missed him because I couldn't find him. I actually have Kalen Blodge at 16. <laughs> That's why I just didn't look right below the guy. Um, no, he is. He's fast. He can lay the wood if he wants to. He's elusive. He has every all the intangibles there. I just want to see him fucking bring it. Yeah, he just, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. That's why he's falling that far. Are you with me on that? No, yeah, I agree. Uh, like I said, he's got to bring it, and he's got to play the type of football that he is built for. Like we were talking about in a previous podcast, at Arizona State, he was the lightning. At 6'2", six, 6'3", two, six, 230 pounds, how are you the lightning? You should be the thunder. No, you yeah, should be exactly. fucking running people over. That's exactly. Derrick Henry size almost. I mean, he still does. He still does run people over. It's just not his forte. That was one of my negatives while watching his film was that he didn't like to lower the shoulder and plow. He doesn't do it a lot, but when he, he does it, you can see that bound. he can do it. Well, yeah, yeah, he obviously. Look at him. He's, he's a machine. <laughs> but no, uh, and the, the guy that put above him is another guy that you don't know what you're going to get, but you've seen it before, and that's Calvin Ridley out of Alabama. I have him at 16, so I have him in the spot below the So, he's another guy that based on his, he was really disappointed at his combine. Like, vastly disappointed at his camp. I think this is where we differ here, is I think that you know what you're going to get with him, and he's going to be a wide receiver three, he can run good routes, and he's fast. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm taking and, it. But how often is he going to be able to ro- rely on his route running against a cornerback in the NFL? That's I mean, the one thing. I, I I take it as as you don't know what you get because there is games, especially playing in the SEC, there's a lot of NFL-type defenses there. They're not the same caliber, but they run the same type of defenses that you could see him, his game-changing ability. So I don't know if – you don't know if you're going to get that game-changer, if he's going to bring it every game, or if you're going to get your combine player where he is below average. I just see it not being an athletic guy. I mean, he's fast and he runs great routes, but his athleticism, his three-cone, his shuttle, shit like that, he's tested out very poorly. And I don't see that translating to the NFL the greatest. A lot, a lot of times, all you need if you got a good, good route route runner and they're fast, that's all you really need. And obviously, it's usually a white guy though. I know. <laughs> Maybe he's a Norio. <laughs> right on the outside, white on the inside. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I almost said the same thing. Seventeen. Here's where I have Gallup, and you put 
I put uh, Anthony Miller. Yeah, who we both yeah. t- we talked about both of them. Eighteen. We hit spot on again. Our first quarterback off the board. Dick Taker Baker Mayfield. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that's what, we're, <laughs> that's what one of our friends call him. It's just funny. That's what we call him. But I love this kid's potential. I think he's the best shot to go to a team and produce right away. Oh, you know, you know, like him. My original rankings, I had him all the way up at my eighth spot. Um, I like him that much. I think he is. Yeah, until I convinced you that this was one quarterback ranking. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't take a quarterback. Exactly. First. But he, when you look at all the guys that we talked about, he, the reason why I had him up so high is because I think they're he's better than all those players. But I didn't want to steer people wrong thinking you got to take a quarterback in the first because you can get him in the second. Yeah, he, at- he is going to fall to the second. That's what I'm trying to say. But, uh, no, I think Baker Mayfield out of this class, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be the quarterback that everybody's going to want. All right. uh, So we hit on the first quarterback. My next guy, number 19, is my guy, my quarterback, who I think has the greatest potential of them all, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Maybe you go out there and – the things he could potentially do could break the NFL. Yeah. Um, no, we differ quite a bit on this. It's not really that I don't like the guy. Again, I said it multiple times before. He by far has the highest ceiling of all of the quarterbacks. Yeah, it's not even close. Um, yeah, because of his running ability alone. But I, you don't know what's going to happen when he gets in there. There's a lot of rumors about him. Being, he's not going to be a wide receiver. But even TFO, I know I, I, I'm not saying he should, but I'm saying even when Tim Tebow got drafted as a quarterback and he said he was going to stay a quarterback, he was always pressured to move to other positions. That's because he was bad. But you don't know if he. I all I'm saying with Lamar Jackson is you don't know. I think he's going to be good. I do. Don't get me wrong. But I just too many unknowns for me to put him that high. So you have him, what, five spots lower? I have him at 26. Okay. Seven spots lower. Yeah. So good <laughs> guess. Good guess. Um, the guy that I have at 19, I have Royce Freeman. He's my next guy, yeah, number 20. I, I, I first watching his tape, I didn't really like it. I saw a lot of the good things that he had, but then I watched, I actually rewatched him. And I kind of, I liked it a lot more than what. Well, the guy has elite vision. Yes. In what and he showed at the combine, he does everything else really well too, which you don't really see as much on the film. Yeah. No, I, but I mean, he could, he's already shown his production in college too. He, he did everything for them. Exactly. I think he's. Playing in. But uh, with Royce Freeman, People can, running backs can make a living in the NFL just based on their vision alone. You look at Jonathan Stewart. He had a long, good career. Long, decent fantasy career with that as well. When he, was he wasn't healthy. anything special, but he had really good vision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that's what he's going to bring you, but I think he's going to take it up a notch because he is a really good athlete with his size for what he brings. So. Like I said, I mean, just his production in general, I think he ended up finishing number two 
overall in rushing yards ever in college football, which I didn't realize until I was on Twitter and I was scrolling through some shit and I saw it. I was like, damn, that's pretty impressive, actually. But being a four-year guy who got just a fuck ton of work, it makes sense. Yeah. Who do you have for your number 20 since Royce is mine? Uh, 20, I have Bo Scarborough based on his... I got him at 20. Killing the combine alone. Oh, and if you look back to the 2016 season, he proved that he was a beast. It's just this past year, Damien Harris came in and kind of just stole some work from him because he's a little more everything. He's more of what Alabama wants, I think. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Um, But but with Bo Scarborough, in my eyes... Supreme athletes in the NFL always find the way on the field, and this is what that that guy is. He may not be special, but he is one of the best athletes, so he will find his way on the field. Yeah, he'll definitely get some sort of playing time. All right, let's move this on a little quicker. We're talking quite a bit about yeah. each guy. Um, my my guy number t- at number twenty one is Dallas Goddard. I really like his potential. I know he played at a smaller school, but he just had his pro day the other day and he stood out kind of like Gasecki, not quite as good. He didn't run his 40 because he didn't want to open it up and re-injure his hamstring. But just if you watched his tape, he literally dominated everyone he played. Granted, like I said, smaller schools, so it makes sense because the guy probably should have been playing in a power five. Where yeah. do you have him on yours? Um, I have Goddard at 27. Sorry, it took me a while to find him. Boom. Um, no, I but I, I, I like him. I just, I don't know if I could, I don't know. I, I like a lot of guys ahead of him, too. And, I, like, my, I always say that tight ends are easy to replace, so I think I would wait on him that little bit longer. That's just yeah, where I was from at. the end of the second to the early part of the third, so. Well, he's still at the end of the second. Oh, yeah, I guess we're doing 14. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so depending on where what teams you're drafting, my my number 21 is Christian Kirk. Oh. Um, I've got him at 30. Yeah. way over for me. I'm not a fan. He may be up there just because the name Brandon Lone and his hype train was going pretty solid. But well, there's people who have him at like number 12 in their rankings, which yeah. I just don't understand. I like him, but I don't know how his skill set is going to translate over. Yeah, I don't see it at all, honestly. So I have him there because he has ability. He's shown it, but there's a, a lot of red flags. He's a risky one. All right. So my number 22 is Bo. Who is your number 22? My 22 is uh, Josh Rosen. I have him at 29. Yeah. So, I mean, we're not. Yeah, Josh Rosen, I have him there because he's a pure passer. I mean, you can't ask much more. I'm even going to have to change mine because I do like Rosen, especially since I've seen him working with A-Rod. And coming out, A-Rod was kind of talked about the same way that Rosen is talked about right now. So, I mean, it makes sense. All right. I like him. I can see him being one of the better passers in the league. When you're talking about pure passing, I think him and Mayfield have it. 
I can see it. Uh, the one concern is injuries, obviously. He's been yeah. hurt a lot. That is. My number 23 is Antonio Callaway, a sleeper on a lot of guys' boards. I know BJ is a big fan of him, too. Yeah, um, I am sorry. I just exploded my beer. Yeah, it's going to be so mad at you. Zach's fault. He handed it to me. Wait. Anyways, let's get back to Antonio Callaway now that we clean that shit up. <laughs> Actually, uh, the sh- the things that I really like about him are just everything that he can do. I mean, he was suspended for a year because he's a dumbass. But it looks like he turned his life around. A lot of people have him a lot lower just because of what his NFL draft grade is going to be. Yeah. So we're at 23, right? Yes. 23. All right, good, because I actually have him at 23, too. Oh, really? Yeah. I was expecting you to be a little lower on him. No. I know you like him a lot, but. um, I, I really like him because his tape it definitely pops. He's a big play wide receiver at Florida. Um, I'm. I like everybody. We're worried about his off the field issues. Which, which, like I said, it seems like he's straightened it out a little bit. He's got a kid now. He actually seems like he cares about the kid. I mean, maybe that's just a look he's giving to people. But yeah, no, I like him for fantasy purposes because of his ability. But all right, let's move on. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, number twenty four. I have. Equinemius St. Brown, Notre Dame. Potential alone. That's where I that's why I have him where I do. I have him six spots lower. So not good. I actually have Mark Andrews there. I have Mark Andrews ahead of Goddard. I have Mark Andrews seven spots lower. (laughs) Yep, I have Mark Andrews there. He's very productive. A lot of people are saying that's because of the quarterback that he had. I don't really I don't really buy that because he still has to get open, so Baker can't do everything. I mean, when he can put it right on the money, it helps. It does help, but he still has to get open. He still has to get the separation. He still has to get the trust of the quarterback. He did that. He was very productive. He's big. He's quicker for tight ends. So, And he played at a decent conference other than Goddard, so I think that's why I bumped him up. In your rankings, didn't you have Goddard ahead of Andrews? Did you switch that up? Feel like that is result. Okay. Um. Let's keep it rolling. I have Naheem Hines next, okay. number twenty-five. Ooh, I have him at thirty-four. Ooh, you have way lower. Yeah. <clears throat> well, at twenty-five, I'm with my guy Mark Walton. No, oh, I have him at twenty-eight, so we're not off. Yeah. So you can talk about Naheem Hines if you want, or we can just keep yeah. going. Uh, I just love his speed, natural pass catcher. Return game. He can help you in every facet of the game. No, if you if you have return yardage as points, this is that's definitely a guy that you're looking at. If that's the case, then I would have probably those two flip-flopped. But I just think Mark Walton watching his tape, the dude popped at a lot of things that oh, he did. Oh, I mean, his tape was ridiculous. And like we said in the previous podcast, keep saying that, but... The guy, he went to the combine. He wasn't, but he ran ready on. for it. At his pro day, he improved his forty number by a lot. He ran like four four seven. Really, yeah. four four seven. I didn't see that. I don't know what I was on. So I feel like you tagged me. But I did take you. <laughs> I did take you. You right. ran. You ran a four four seven. So he is. He does have the speed, and like you said, he wasn't ready for the combine. Number twenty six. I have Justin Jackson. Wait, did you say who you had 25? Yeah. 
Mark Walton. Okay. Yeah. Duh. So <laughs> 26 is where I have Lamar Jackson. Um, I think this is a good spot to put a guy with a really high ceiling. Um, there's, I, there's just too many. I don't know what's going to happen to him when he gets in the NFL. All right. We hit on him. So let's keep her rolling. Like I said, uh, 26, I have Justin Jackson. He's another guy that I feel like can be that third down roll guy. He can catch some passes for you. He can run between the tackles a little bit. He does a little bit of everything. Especially in PPR, that's huge. Yep. So, uh, 27, I have Dallas. 26, you're at 26. Oh, no, you said 26, oh, Lamar Jackson. Yep. So, yep, 27. 27, I have, this is where I have Dallas Goddard going off the board. Um, just like you said, big guy, quick, has good hands. He played in, obviously, a smaller college. So, I, that's why I have him down a little bit. All right. Uh, 27, I have Sam Darnold. He's obviously every team's favorite quarterback, at least NFL-wise, for the NFL draft. I just have, like what I see out of him, and I know you're not his biggest fan. No. I think he's going to be able to produce, especially if he sits for a year. Which it's I have him, like you will behind Ty. Yeah, I have him twenty nine. So oh, so we're pretty close there yeah. too. Um, twenty eight. I have Alan Lazard again. Another home run hit. This is where I'm starting swinging for the fences here. Lazard. I have at thirty six, but I have Mark Walton here. We can talk about Lazard though. Big dude, big dude. He's faster than everyone thought he was going to be. Yep. And all the guy does is he makes plays. If you go back and watch his tape, what they about? target him a lot. Um. But no, Allen's are definitely, this is my home run swing here if I'm taking him out at that point. Okay, I can see that for sure. Um, 29, I have Josh Rosen. Like you said before, pure passer. Let's move on. Yep, I have Sam Darnold. 30, Christian Kirk, you hit on him. Not, not his biggest fan, but just... Draft pedigree is why I have him as high as I do. Yep, and I have. I think uh, he could be a decent slot receiver. Yeah. And I have your guy, Inquinius. Equinemius, St. Brown. Yeah, there you go. That Ooh, guy. Got a Notre Dame. I have him down that low because of his name. Um, 31, Mark Andrews. You hit on him already. I agree with a lot of the same shit you said. 31, I have Josh Allen because of his arm. He has good potential. He's down this far because of his accuracy issues alone. In a small school, yeah, yeah, all that. And he's not going to produce right away. I have him at 33, so we're not far off. 32, I think this is where my biggest surprise comes in. He's one of my favorite sleepers. It's Rock Thomas out of Jacksonville State. Hey. Former five-star recruit. The guy just, like, I, I feel like I'm just putting it on repeat. He does a little bit of everything. He can do it all, and he does it all very well. I have him at 37, so we're not that far off. Um, 32, this is my guy. I have uh, Tracon Smith. Again, another wide receiver that has outrageously long arms. Ooh, I have him at 41. Yeah, I don't know why. You're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> I got a couple guys that I like more than him. But I, oh, I, I like him because he showed a lot in college. And I only have two receivers above him. I, he showed a lot of college Three. and of his arm length. I don't, really don't care how many wide receivers you have. Suck my dick, bitch. Uh, 34, Hayden Hurst. I feel like this is a prime time to go for tight ends. 33. Oh, yeah, I said I skipped it because we talked about Josh Allen. That's okay. right, Josh Allen. Well, 33, I have uh, 
the best name out of all the names, Kiki Cutie, out of Texas Tech University. Quick, game breaking. Again, another one of my home run hits, but 48. It's 48 for me. Yeah, you're. I just don't weird. see it. He's what, 5'8, five, 5'9? Five, There's a lot of small wide receivers. That small? No. No. See what he does. Anyway, so we'll go now. My 34, Hayden Hurst, like I was starting to talk about before BJ rudely interrupted me. I didn't want to <laughs> miss my guy. Best name. That's a pretty yeah. shitty name, actually. But Hayden Hurst, if you watch his tape, I like how he can run routes. He's older. I think he's ready to plug and play into the NFL right away. I think he's just more developed than a lot of these other tight ends that are coming into the league. Yeah, I mean, I have him at 35, so... Oh, the next one? Yeah, the next one. Um, I have Naeem Hines at my 34, so I'm not going to hit on him because he already did. Okay. So... Um, 35, who you got? Hayden Hurts. Okay. I have Akram Wadley. All right, so what I like about him is he's a great pass catcher. He's quick. He's a little small. That's a pretty big negative for a lot of players or for a lot of GMs. I'd be worried about his injury history, or not injury history, but future injuries. I know you have him quite a bit lower. Yeah, I think I said I had him at 46. Uh, I mean, I I, adjust that one, honestly. I I like him. I just don't like him as much as you, I guess. Uh, I like everything that you said. He's a good pass catcher. He could easily define a role, but I think there's other running backs that deserve to be ahead of him. Uh, One other one. One other one. All right. Um, from here, like, I have you're I thirty-five. Have, so I have, you're thirty-five. Thirty-six. Okay. Well, then we. My my thirty-six. I have Dante Pettis out of Washington. I've just because 34. just because he was a productive wide receiver for him and he was hurt all of last season. So. All right. From here, let's just start going. Like five, we'll list five a piece. All right, let's do it. And then we'll talk about maybe one of the yeah, guys. Let's do it. All right, so 36, I have Alan Lazard. 37, Deion Kane. 38, Kyle Laletta. 39, Troy Fumagalli. And number 40, Byron Pringle. We're talking about a guy, that's the guy I want to talk about. Right. Um, 37, well, 36 since you started there. I have. Pettis, 37. I have Rock Thomas, 38. I have Deshaun Hamilton, 39. I have Deion Kane, 40. I have Mason Rudolph, 41. I have uh, Justin Jackson, and 42. I have Troy Fumagalli. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) BJ can't count, guys. So, you have Mason Rudolph over Loletta? Yes. I think he's just ready to go in and even something earlier. Even with the weak arm concerns? There's a lot of quarterbacks that don't have the strongest arms that are good. But your number one thing about Josh Allen is his arm. Yeah. But this is different. We're going down here, down lower. So now I'm going to take him because I think he has a better potential to start sooner than what Laletta would have. The only reason I have Laletta as high as I do is because... I think he's going to end up with one of the teams who have an aging quarterback. 
sit for a year or two, and then he's going to be the guy for that team. I mean, that very could, well could happen. Mortimer down here is pretty much this, these are your dart throws. So you mentioned Troy Fumagalli. Let's hit on him quick. Um, I have I like him. I've seen him play um, a lot. Yeah, I've seen a lot of his tape. Uh, he's just very productive. Very, very productive. He will literally do anything you ask out of him with one less finger than the average say, player. With nine fingers. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to talk about Byron Pringle. Go for it. I started, I watched tape on him before, but recently I was just going through my lower end rankings, guys, when I was trying to figure out my top 75. And I was watching tape on this guy, and he just runs such smooth routes. I think he ran a four four six at the combine, which is solid fucking speed. Got hands like magnets. Oh, I don't, I don't even know. Just watch his tape, and you'll see what I saw. I fucking loved it. I I am quite a bit lower, but I haven't watched as much as you. I, guess. I think I watched seven or eight games on him. Yeah. So yeah, not nearly. <laughs> I may be at two. Well, it's what game was that? They played Oklahoma State, and he had like. I want to say it was four touchdowns. He had 280 all-purpose yards, three receiving touchdowns, and a kick return touchdown. He just did it all for that team. Yeah. He ran this one chair route, which was just beautiful. Fucking ran up, cuts, and the guy just bites at him thinking it's an out. And then, because he cut so hard on it, and then just goes up. It's wide open, ball right there. Hmm. Walks in for a touchdown. It was just beautiful. That was a great play. All right, so I'm going to move on from there. Uh, 41, Traquan Smith. 42, Deshaun Hamilton. 43, Chris Warren the third. 44, Dante Pettis. 45, Deontay Burnett. And 46, Cedric Wilson. All right. I guess I'll hit on, say, a couple guys that I already said. Uh, 41, I have Justin Jackson. 42, I have Troy. Shit, you have a Uh, 43, I have Dante Burnett. 44, I have... Uh, Cedric Wilson, 45, I have Kyle Hicks, and then 46, I have Akram Wadley. Akram. He is Akram. Akram. So I mean, he's the size of Akram. <laughs> um, any guy you want to hit on there specifically? Um, Yeah, just one. Kyle Hicks, he had a very I good... I was my next guy, Yeah, he had, so... He had a very good college career. He kind of disappointed at the Combine. Hell so, of a receiving back. Yeah, he's going to have a role, and that was the one guy that I was saying I was going to put ahead of a crumb. Okay. Yeah, you had a little... or a pretty big gap there without a running back. Yeah, I know. All right. Um, I don't really want to hit on anyone there. I do like Chris Warren a lot. Big dude. Physical. I have, I have him coming up at 56. Ooh, that's quite a bit lower than me. All right, anyways, so 47, I got Kyle Hicks. 48, Kiki Kuti. 49, Josh Adams. Turn Ferguson there. 50, Jordan Thomas, tight end. 51, your boy, Martez Carter. Yes, sir. And 52, Mason Rudolph. All right, so... 48, I mean, 47, I have Kyle Laletta. Um, 48, I have Martez Carter. 49, I have Tyler Conklin. 50, I have Robert Foster. Uh, 51, I have Josh Adams. <laughs> I like how we both named Josh Adams. 
52, I have Jordan Thomas. 53, I have Ralph Webb. Okay, so you want one more. I had Tyler Conklin at 53 and Ralph Webb at 54. So Okay. Um, no one really. Kyle Letta, I have him down this far because, look, I think he'll be good, but he needs to get in the right system and sit, like the right place yeah, to that's sit. What I, I, so if he goes to the Patriots, he's going to be a fucking gold. I feel full heartedly that that's what's going to happen to yeah. him. No one's going to take him and try to play him right away. He went to Richmond. Yeah, no. But if he if he goes to the Patriots, he's definitely a guy you got to have. My three destinations for him, Patriots, Steelers, Saints, one of those places. I could see it. I could definitely see all three. Um, I will Also, I want to hit on Ralph Webb a little bit. Okay. He was a combine snub. We saw his pro day numbers, and we both were like, holy fuck, he did way better than either of us expected, especially in the 40. I know I was knocking his long speed in a, a running back pod, but he came out. I don't remember exactly what it was he ran. I want to say it was sub 4 or 5. Yeah. Uh Ralph Webb definitely did get hurt by not getting invited to the combine. Because when I did watch his tape, he did have moments where he really was like, wham, here I am. This is what I bring to the table. He reminded me of a poor man's John Kelly almost. Maybe not quite the receiver. Actually, definitely not the receiver because Kelly is a great receiver. All right. um, Well, I'm at 55 now. All right. So I'm going to go Luke Falk at 55, Auden Tate, 56, Robert Robert Foster, 57, Trey Quinn, 58, David Wells, 59, and your guy, Chase Edmonds, at 60. See, I have him way up ahead. That's why I kind of stopped early because I have Chase Edmonds at 54. Well, that's not way up. That's six spots. That's a good amount up. <laughs> now when you're this and time, I love me some Chase Edmonds, so I'm surprised you actually have him as low as you do. I would have expected um, you to have him in the 30s. Really? No, I'm not that way. <laughs> I'm still realistic here. Well, so, you but we're thinking about taking him in the early third in a 14 team, or that's 32. 54. I have Chase Edmonds. 55. I have uh, Marcel Adam. Aitman. Aitman. 56. I have Chris Warren the third. Okay, so yeah. 57, I have David Wells. 58, I have Luke Falk. 59, I have Ido Smith. And then finally at 60, I have Auden Tate. I don't really want to hit it on anyone there. We no. talked about Chase Edmonds way too much. He'd be the guy I would want to talk He's about. He's a beast. Much. Yeah, take a shot at him. Uh, 61, Ido Smith. Actually, his pro day numbers were very impressive. Uh, 62, Jordan Atkins out of UCF. 63, Jalen Samuels, tight end who's going to be a running back. I don't even think that guy cracked BJ's rankings. Nope. 64, Dylan Cantrell. 65, Kurt Benkert. 66, Marcel Aitman. I'll stop there. All right. So at, where do we leave off? Uh, 61, I have uh, Sammy Cobbs. 62, I have Marquise Valdez-Scantling. My guy. I love him. 63, I have Riley Ferguson. 64, I have Dylan Cantrell. 65, I have Ryan Nall. 
And then 66, I have Byron Pringle. I'll stop them. Holy shit, you got him way lower. Like like I said, I didn't watch as much tape on him as you did. 26 spots, though? Yeah, Damn. I have him worse. Uh, you want to hit on anyone out of those guys? Uh, not really. Um, but Marquise uh, Valdez Scantling. My number 75. Real, real deep sleeper here. He's my uh, last guy. If you got a fifth round pick, take him there. Uh, I would just want to talk Dylan Cantrell again. The guy put up some serious numbers. I started watching some tape on him. He's got some great hands. I feel like he runs good routes. I think they're going to use him in the Cooper Cup role in the NFL, move him to the slot. They have a big white guy, slot guy. Put up some numbers for you, I think. Definitely there. He had the highest spark score out of all the wide receivers, so. Yeah. Um, where are we at? 67, Javon Wims. I'm going to finish mine out. Yeah, me too. Uh, 67, Javon Wims. 68, Philip Lindsley. 69. Nice. Corey Robertson. This is a guy I recently came on to because of draft Twitter or <laughs> fantasy Twitter, dynasty Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Quite impressive shit. Another Southern Miss person. Uh, his pro day was just the other day. I think that's where I saw most of it. 70, Chris Herndon. 71, Ian Thomas. 72, Ryan Nall. 73, Riley Ferguson. 74, Jeffrey Wilson, another one of my guys. 75, Marcus Valdez-Scantling. And 76, since I like to go over, is Mike White. Yeah, fucking douche. All right. Um, I wasn't going to stop at this one. I've done it for every one so far. So, 67, I have Jordan Ankins out of UCF. Uh, 68, I have Jeffrey Wilson out of North Texas. 69, I have Kurt Benkert out of Virginia. Uh, 70, I have Dalton Schultz out of Stanford. 71, I have Javon Wims out of Georgia. Uh, 72, I have Jamon Moore out of Mizzou. Oh, yeah. He just barely missed my rankings. I, I kind of like him. He has good size. Yeah. 73, I have Javoris. BJ's Franklin all about those Western big Michigan. dicks. Um, Jesus Christ, you're a douche <laughs> uh, 74, I have Chris Herdon out of Miami. 75, I have LeVon Coleman out of Washington. 76, Ian Thomas out of Indiana. And just to outdo you, I put in JT Barrett. Fuck him. I hate that <laughs> fucking douchebag. Yeah, because I knew I would get that reaction. Yeah, obviously. I said that every fucking game I watched that <laughs> bum. Yes. All right, let's go back to this. And do you want to talk about any of those guys? Not really. Uh, all that I just want to hit on Philip Lindsley. Another third down back. If he gets some playing time, he could do some good shit. He could. I mean, I, at this point, they're all just, you're fucking drunk seeing doubles. You're trying to throw a dart at a board and see exactly. what you Exactly. So. <laughs> no rhyme or rhythm to it. Just fucking pick a guy you like. You watch his tape. You see what you see out of it. And exactly. Like, yeah, it's all hey, preference right now. Give me this guy. That's the end of our uh, rankings. Yeah. Is it game time, top, Nick? Top 77. Yeah, I guess we'll do a game now. We'll make it quick. It'll be uh, hopefully. <laughs> uh, I think we'll do like a like a mock draft of just the first rounds. But what I'm going to do is give you guys full uh, NFL mock. Yeah, uh, I'm just dynasty. Okay, I'm going to give you the teams 
and what positions they're in need of, and you guys tell me who they're going to draft or who you think they should draft or whatever. Nick's going to write it down. We'll hit it on this after the draft, see if we get any right. Yeah, so we'll recap later on. So, uh, are you guys ready? Yep. All right, number one's obviously the Cleveland Browns. Sam Darnold, quarterback, USC. Okay, so their needs are quarterback, cornerback, outside tackle, or safety. Trying to hurry it up. Nick's on her ass about the time. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the same thing, though. Sam Darnold? Yeah. All right. So we can do uh, number two, then, is the Giants with a 3-13 and 13 record. Uh, they Their needs looks like they need a QB, outside linebacker, running badge, or an edge rusher. Uh, who do you guys think? I'll let you go first. Uh, I'm going to say Bradley Chubb. Okay. I was waiting for you to take one guy. I'm going to go the other guy. I'm going to go Josh Rosen out of UCLA. Ooh, Josh Rosen. I think they're... Being this high in the draft with this many skilled quarterbacks, they have they have to take one. Eli's career is done soon. I could see it too. Uh, I could also see him trading back. Oh yeah, definitely. But if if they just traded JPP, so I think they take Bradley Chubb. That's that's fine. Like I said, I let you go first, so I can take the other guy because yeah. I knew you were going to take one or the other. All right, and then number three, the New York Jets traded uh, up uh, from the New York Giants originally. No, so, all right, the Colts, we were just on the Giants. So, what do you guys think? They need a, let's see, QB, edge, uh, guard, so or QB tackle. The Colts. Yeah, outside tackle, guard. Tackle. Shit. Oh, Jets. I do that every week. Um, all right, so what do you guys think? You agree here? I'm going to go Baker. Baker oh, I'm Mayfield. Going, I'm going Josh Rosen. Just because yeah. the way my draft yep. for sure. Josh Rosen. All right, so number four would be uh, Cleveland Browns because they traded with Texans to get up to that. Uh, they need a QB, cornerback, outside tackle, safety. Browns here. Ooh. I'm gonna go Minka Fitzpatrick. Yes, I'm sticking with that. Safety out of Bama. <sighs> All right. Fits, fits, and fits. Number five, uh, Denver Broncos. They need cornerback, edge rusher, uh, outside linebacker, or a tight end. Whoa, this is going to be a tough one here. Yes, yes, yes. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. I think Elway thinks he can groom him. I'm actually going to stick with that pick. I like it a lot, especially since they uh, just signed Case Keenum. Yeah, Josh Allen, lock him in. Send the card in. Send the Draft card. Him. That's two rounds where you guys pick the same guy. We'll find out how that goes for you guys later. Huh? I don't know about that one. Uh, number six, uh, the Colts, because they trade with the Jets. Uh, they're in need of an edge rusher linebacker, outside linebacker. Um, or a everything. wide receiver. <laughs> yeah. Every, you mean everything? Everything. So. <laughs> I'm going to go. Oof. Uh, Denzel Ward or Derwin James? I think I'm going to go Derwin James. I'm going to go Denzel Ward. Why? Because you stole him. Stole him from me. I'm trying to make him fall to the Packers. You guys want to see what positions they play? Sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Derwin James was a safety. All right. All right, number seven was the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They need a run back, uh, cornerback, 
defensive lineman or a safety? Saquon Barkley, running back and safe. Bark. Sadly, I agree. Barkley for the two. I've been calling this for a while now. Since I can see him going to the Colts, but I just really hope because I have Marlon Mack here. So <laughs> I just don't. There's they have so many needs. I don't think they waste or not waste their pick on a running back, but they yeah. use their pick on a running back. Nice, 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 nice. So you're sticking with what they say they need on that one. Okay. Definitely. All right. So number eight's the Bears, the awesome Bears. Uh, sh- uh, cornerback, outside linebacker, edge rusher, or uh, defensive lineman. I would say they should draft Cortland Sutton, but I think they take Calvin Ridley. They take another receiver. Fuck it. I'm saying they're taking Cortland Sutton. Okay. Another big body to put out alongside Allen Robinson. I don't think the Bears are smart enough to do that. No, they're not. They're probably going to take an offensive lineman. Cool. I can see Winchy or Quentin Nelson there. All right. So you guys don't agree. You think they're going both wide receivers? Yes, they are. All right. Both wide receivers. All right. Number nine is the uh, 49ers. They need an edge rusher outside. Guard. Offensive guard. Whatever. I say, I'm just going to keep it that way from now on because that's what I say every week. <laughs> Cornerback or a wide receiver. Ooh, you guys know they were the 26 in the league for sacks last season? They're bad. Yeah, they're pretty bad. I don't see good enough of an edge rusher to take here. So. <sighs> Cortland Sutton. Wide receiver. I'm going Ridley. I think they're dumb enough to do that. <laughs> I don't. I think they get Jimmy a number one guy. Ridley and Sutton. All right. It's funny, though, if you look at it, because we both have Ridley so much lower than we have Sutton, but with the, how the NFL draft is, they're just so high on Ridley. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't get it. All right, so the Raiders are at 10. Uh Linebacker, cornerback, safety, or outside tackle. <laughs> <laughs> Offensive tackle. <laughs> Roquan Smith, linebacker out of Georgia. I'm going to go with your guy, James. Derwin? Yeah. Safety, Florida State. All right. Uh, what are we on? Number 11? Who is, who is it? Miami Dolphins. Uh, quarterback, obviously, tight end, outside linebacker, defensive tackle. V to V. Uh, the guy's name I butchered last week. V to V. I'm taking Baker. Okay, yeah, you Baker Mayfield there. there? I would have done that, but I feel like all the quarterbacks are going to go high. Uh, I, mean, I, I can a, see it, but I don't. I think Baker's going to fall. I do have a Unless the Bills trade up. Spot. So. I have a special landing spot for my guy. All right, it looks like the Bills are number 12, uh, thanks to the Bengals, a trade-up. Uh, what do they need? QB, outside linebacker, wide receiver, defensive back. If I didn't give up all the quarterbacks other than Lamar, who I don't think they're going to take because they hated Tyrod so much. Oh, shit. We haven't even said an offensive lineman. Yeah, I know. Right? I am going to say they go with Mike McGlinchey, offensive tackle, Notre Dame, after trading away Cordy Glenn. 
Same. I honestly think they trade up and take a quarterback. Yeah, same. But I'm not predicting trades. I just don't think they're going to take one more either. <laughs> Mike Mick for both. Mike Lynch. I'm just going to put, yeah, whatever. Not oh, typing yeah. that in. Uh, it was 14. Oh, 13 were on. Redskins. Uh, defensive lineman, linebacker, cornerback, or Everything quarterback. On the defensive side. <laughs> Besides the quarterback. This is what's going to make me really <laughs> sad. This is where I think Denzel Ward goes the pick before the Packers. Well, they're thinking a quarterback, quarterback. to groom behind no. Mr. Smith. But yeah, I don't think I don't think that that's no. urgent. I don't I don't see that they take another running quarterback. Um, well, like I said, I'm going Denzel Ward. This is where I take. I, what is it? What, who did you have going to the Raiders? Roquan Smith. Yeah, this is where I think he goes. Oh, oh no, you already used Denzel Ward. I was going to say no. You're going to make him go to the Packers. No, you used him. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank. I'm getting a good buzz. We've been working for a while. Who did Mitch say? Did I say Denzel Ward, cornerback? Oh, Ward, okay. Gotcha, sir. And number 14 would be the Green Packers. They need, well, a lot of stuff on defense. <laughs> uh, but according to these guys, they need, yeah, defensive back, outside tackle, offensive tackle, wide receiver, or an edge rusher. They don't go wide receiver here. No. <clears throat> Most definitely not. Josh Jackson or Harold Landry. Oof. Josh Jackson. Pair another press corner with Kevin King. Big dude. I'm going to go with Davenport. Everything with... Over Landry? Yeah. Ooh. Everything that... Everything that... Uh, they Their new system has starts up front. With them, so I just don't really understand. All right. That's all you guys got for them, huh? Of course, well, they only get they one pick. They could have six picks in the first round. I could fill all of them. <laughs> all right, number 15 is the uh, Cardinals in need of a cornerback, OL, wide receiver, or defensive back. I'm going to do it. Lamar Jackson. Holy shit. No. Jackson. Him with David Johnson. Oh. Reap the rewards. I agree. They need a, quarter, uh, they need a quarterback. Shit, Lamar yeah. Jackson needs to sit for a little bit. They didn't sign. Hopefully, the piece of glass doesn't get hurt right away. So it I just think Lamar Jackson needs to bulk up, and I think the Cardinals will give him time so they can. I wish I saw the Arians because that would be the perfect guy for him. I think. Lamar. Lamar. All right, uh, number eighteen. We're on seventeen. Shit, where are we? Sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> Tight end, inside linebacker. Four. Who is it? OL. What's wide he? receiver for the Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. Oh. You know, tight end for that big Joe Flacco guy. They haven't had a tight end for a while. <laughs> yeah. Say it, man. I know you want to say <laughs> it. No, they're fucking stupid. They're going to draft Christian Kirk. Ooh. I'm going Gasecki. They have to fill that tight end. That line. high? Yeah. Ooh. Have to fill that tight end roll. Yeah, they don't have anything there. All right, 17 is the Los Angeles Chargers. Outside tackle, inside linebacker, QB, or defensive lineman. The Chargers? Yeah. Can you re say those? I wasn't listening. <laughs> Outside tackle, also known as the offensive tackle. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Inside linebacker, quarterback, or 
defensive lineman. Fuck, who's the linebacker for the for Bama? Rashad, is it Rashawn Evans? I'm on Google. Yeah, something like that. I'm taking B to B. To add to that already potent defensive line, they already have good corners. I mean, their offense is good. It is Rashawn Evans. That's who I'm going to take. Evans. Even with their pretty potent outsides already that they just got. No, they're those are pass Russell Ocon and Joe Barksdale. Rashawn Evans is a middle linebacker. Oh. Oh, yeah, the edge rushers are Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram. Yep. Savage. <laughs> All right. Uh, 18s is the fucking Seahawks. Outside. Sea chickens. Offensive lineman. <laughs> cornerback, defensive end, yeah, tight end. They're going offensive lineman here. Quentin Nelson. Yeah. I'll let you take him. Yeah, I can't taking, wait. How the I'm fuck did Quentin he fall Nelson. this far? <laughs> Because you guys are bad. <laughs> we fucked it up. <laughs> I'm going to go Harold Landry, though. I'm going to keep putting Nelson. We did fuck it up. <laughs> We're bad. I'm trying to get Quentin Nelson to the Bengals, so Joe makes an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No BJ? That for. I said Quentin Nelson. Oh, I didn't hear you. I did not hear you, sir. Nelson. Jordy Nelson? Okay. Clinton. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys is number 19. Uh, wide receiver, defensive tackle, linebacker, outside, offensive. Oh, OG. Nelson. <laughs> I could see it. <laughs> Who's that corner out of Colorado? Isaiah Oliver. Oliver. James Washington for me. Washington. I guess I picked Christian Kirk, but that's just because I think the Ravens are fucking dumb. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number 20 is the Detroit Lions. They need a defensive end, tight end, running back, outside guard. These are the fuckers who are going to take Harold Landry. Wait, did I say him? You already have Landry. Fuck. Oh, no, you don't. No, Yeah, you do. 18, you went. Marcus Davenport, then. Davenport. Son of a bitch. Darius Geis. Geis. Oh, that's a terrible spot for him. I don't think it's the greatest one. (laughs) 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 Alright, I'm just waiting for the tab to refresh. (laughs) God damn it. 21 Cincinnati Bengals uh, traded up with the Bills. Outside Lamberger. Well, yeah, down. Oh, yeah, because the Bills took their... Outside Lamberger. Outside Lineberger, yum. <laughs> Line, whatever. Linebacker, defensive tackle, cornerback. Fuck, uh, yeah. I'm going Quentin Nelson since I didn't use him yet. Ooh! He's not. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I forgot about him until, what, 18? Where are going to keep holding that back up? Yeah. Defense. It's mostly defense. QB, uh, outside, also need linebacker, defensive tackle, cornerback. Offensive lineman is the first. Some big fat boy, Orlando Brown. Sure, let's go Brown. Big fat boy. Big fat boy. Worst combine in NFL history. 22. Uh, Buffalo Bills went down because they traded the Chiefs. Uh, QB, outside lo- offensive lineman. Wide receiver, uh, defensive back. 22. You go first. I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm going to say Kirk. 
Yeah. Another slot receiver. <laughs> I don't even they need him. <laughs> oh, give me a minute. I don't fucking know what they're gonna do with that shit. I'm cheating. Wow, now he's cheating. He's fucking Googling all Pulling up a big board. Now, so now I'm gonna pull up a big board too. Go ahead. We all can cheat. Well, this is a pretty shitty one, so um. Oh shit! You didn't see my porn, did you? Ooh, porn. Did you say they need yeah. a defensive tackle? Yeah. Uh, who are we on? Bills. No, they don't need one. Defensive back. Offensive Holy lineman. Shit! I forgot about him. Oh, well, we definitely fucked up. I'm gonna go Tremaine Edmonds out of Virginia Tech. Outside linebacker. So this line, this draft sucks. Yeah, we we might do another draft before the actual draft just to maybe get a little better at this. Yeah, maybe if we had some. Uh... I did. I did fling this at them last minute, so they're not prepared for it. If that's any consolation for these All right, tarts. What's next here, uh, Los Angeles Rams at twenty three. They need a inside linebacker, offensive lineman, edge rusher, wide receiver. People are thinking that they sh- they're going to take a linebacker, so I don't know what's left out there. Edge or middle? Uh, well, they need inside I'm going to throw a outside. dart here because I don't really know this guy, but I'm going to say Tremaine Edmonds. I literally just... He literally <laughs> worked his way up into the top 10 pick in most mocks right now. That's why I'm like, oh, he fucking still there. Edmonds at 23. <laughs> <laughs> so they just lost Robert Quinn... I'm going to go Arden Key out of LSU outside linebacker. Yes, they do need one. Oh, yeah. Um, 24 is the Panthers. Uh, wide receiver, defensive back, defensive end, and offensive Deep guard. Fucking shit. I didn't see him. Ooh. Nothing. Go ahead. Um, I'm going to just, because I didn't say him yet, Harold Landry. <laughs> 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 this is so fucked. <laughs> this is fantastic. <laughs> These guys go this far out. What team are we on? Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> this big board I'm looking at is Quentin Nelson. This is the number four player. <laughs> <laughs> These um, guys saying that they need to address I'm the go receiver. Ron Payne, defensive tackle out of Bama. They did lose Star Lotal. Hey, lay. I was going to say Pain. Oh, shoot. What's going on? Hit the wrong button. Don't fuck it up, Nick. Oh, you fucked it up. All right. Who are we on? 25. All right. 25 is actually Tennessee Titans. Edge rusher, uh, wide receiver, defensive lineman, offensive lineman. Connor Williams, tackle out of Texas. I'm going to go Jerome Payne. Pain. We're almost done with this. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> 26 is the Falcons. Uh, tag, defensive tackle, wide receiver, tight end, defensive end. Um, I'm going to go Taven Bryan, defensive lineman out of Florida. Never heard of that guy before in my life. <laughs> Thanks, Sports Illustrated, big work. Um, I'm going to go Isaiah Oliver, cornerback. I love her too. Oh, no, you take my guy. All right, uh, twenty-seven is the Saints. 
Uh, tight end, wide receiver, cornerback, outside offensive lineman. Uh, yeah. Say what kind of offense? They're not happy with Colby Fleener right now, so. Ooh, okay. Here's where I go, Mike Gusecki. Gusecki. What a fit. Yeah, I know. I should have waited. Damn it. Just because I think they're going to take him, I'm going to go Goddard. <laughs> Goddard? <laughs> you got a Goddard. First. I know. I fucked up. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Never. All right, I'll, these last few, I'll give you a little hint stuff they have here. Uh, Steelers at 28. Uh, inside linebacker, wide receiver, safety running back. Uh, they placed the franchise tag on, obviously, on LeVon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. I alluded to this earlier. <laughs> but I'm picking Darius Geis running back. Unless you. Um, I'm going to go with Tavon Bryan. I don't know. Defense lineman. Tackle. And neither of us have heard of All right. Number 29. Jacksonville Jaguars. They need a linebacker, offensive tackle, wide receiver, quarterback. Paul, whatever the hell his name is, makes a retirement. So linebacker is a pressing need right now. Also right tackle. There's a huge area they need to look at. So one of those two. Um, I'm gonna go with this Leighton Vanderesh, linebacker, Boise State. What the hell is his last name? Vanderesh. Slurs the space. Yes. I'll just put Vander. There's nobody else named that. Uh, Connor Williams. <laughs> Williams. Gonna beef up that offensive line Not for. A bad idea. For Fournette. That's all. Uh. Let's see, 30s, the Vikings, uh, offensive tackle, quarterback, offensive guard, tight end. Almost 6'9". Colton Miller, tackle out of UCLA. Yeah, that's what they're saying, too. They need a tackle or a guard. That's about it. Colton who? Miller. Miller. Colton with a K. You know what? I'm going to say the same thing because they want to. They definitely need to upgrade the offensive line, so. All right. Well done. Uh, 31's the Patriots. Defensive back, linebacker, quarterback, offensive lineman. Malcolm Butler's gone now. They're a weird team. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm going to say that they're going to take a second-round guy like Mike Hughes out of UCF. Cornerback. Another guy, just because I didn't say him before, and I probably should have, Rashawn Evans. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> you just got it at what 17 <laughs> alright then obviously the last team would be the Eagles linebacker tight end running back wide receiver running back yeah they even re-signed Nigel and uh, Jordan Hicks struggled with injuries uh, Trey Burton has left though so that's backup tight end J-A-J- uh, what is his name J-H-I-E yeah so did they say they need offensive line no, nothing. Safety? I'm going to go Justin Reed out of Stanford. Safety. Sure. <laughs> you know what? I think they're going to try to have an insane pass rush, and they're going to do Arden Key out of LSU. It's not a bad spot. Even, well, now that Michael Bennett's probably going to fucking <laughs> I know, right? rot in prison. <laughs> nice. Being up a elderly lady. Yeah, that dumbass. It was a guy. <laughs> Sounds better if it's a lady. 
<laughs> when you put it past him. All right, that's the uh, end of our. We'll, we'll revisit this when the draft happens and see how terrible this is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Please, if I get twenty five percent of these right, oh, shotgun a beer on air. <laughs> Oh shit! You're talking about chugging again. Watch yeah, out! Yeah, chug, chug, bad chug, reviews, chug, bad chug, 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 That's chug. friggin' terrible. All right. Anyways, guys, thank you for listening. Episode six. We hit on a lot of shit today, including some shit that is not fantasy relevant, but it's still fun shit to talk about. Uh, yes. Follow us on Twitter. Me at NSFW underscore DFF Mitch, BJ at NSFW underscore DFF BJ. Our main account at NSFW underscore DFF. Find us on Facebook, NSFW Dynasty FF. Link our SoundCloud, it has all yeah. links. Yeah, just go to SoundCloud. Yeah. <laughs> SoundCloud at uh, the Dy- uh, NSFW Dynasty podcast. But our URL is SoundCloud. Dot com slash Empress two seven because it used to be my old sound card. Yeah, but if they just search the name, it'll come up as yeah uh, the uh, the NSFW Dynasty podcast. Yeah, for sure. Sorry for making uh, your headache happen. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks for listening. Have a good night. Yes, sir. Yeah, Have a freaking whatever evening. Freaking fantastic evening. Peace. If you want, you could even uh, send us an email. NSFWDFF at gmail.com. Tell us something. Tell us something awesome. Ask us a question. Maybe if we get enough of them, we could do a little segment. Yeah. Not. Send, us, send us some hate mail. Anything you want. We'll, uh, we can we can do a little no segment of it. Uh, dick pics are welcome. Boobs, yeah, you. Nick. Yeah, we'll take some boobs. Anything you want. <laughs> Afros. All right. See you guys. Yeah.